Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Okay, guys, here's the deal. Uh, When we initially recorded this episode, Bella had a fight scheduled for April 8th of 2023. That fight has been rescheduled. She has something up in the works. Uh, We are unable to announce that fight at this time. But what you want to do is follow Bella on all her social media platforms so that you'll be able to be there when she makes the big announcement of her next fight. And trust me, it's a big announcement. But other than that, everything else is great. Enjoy the show. Have fun. Please like, share, and subscribe. Bye. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. I'll come today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and our guest today is the one and the only Arabella Del Busso. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com and please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Jalen Dub, how we doing? Bay, Bay. I'm excited. I'm fucking hyped. Speaking of being fucking hyped, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspectives, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform. The show today. We are traveling across the globe. It's Wednesday. It's the day next day. It's the future. <laughs> we are recording this in the future. <laughs> On the show today, we have the amazing Arabella Del Busso. She was a star of SAS Australia. She's an Instagram model and celebrity boxer who is in the process of taking the world by storm. Her next fight will be April 8th, 2023, in the city of Nashville, Tennessee. Arabella, it is an honor to have you. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to have you. But before we get started, I just have to ask, what movie do you think is better? Rocky 1 or Rocky 4? Oh, dang. You're putting that on me already? I'll tell you this, Arabella. I switched it up because I knew it was you. Because usually we ask... What's better, Godfather Part 1 or Godfather Part 2? But because, you know, you're a fellow pugilist, I figured I'd throw the Rocky in there. But do you have an answer? I'd say Rocky 1. 
Rocky one is correct, Justin. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I do love four. Four is like my favorite. Four like, is four is so good. But four. for so many reasons, like that aren't like, I just love it. <laughs> he fights yeah. the machines. Yeah, oh, it's the best. Rocky Rocky <laughs> four is great. Rocky one's the best though. It's what started it. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. Yeah. Have you seen uh have you seen The Godfather? I actually haven't when you mentioned that. I was like the Godfather. Yeah, and okay. I'm it's... in the future too, so I should <laughs> I should be up to this. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny, you know what? It's funny you it's mentioned cool. that. Yeah, I mean yeah, I love it. But uh okay. The whole day ahead. Yeah, seriously. You've already it's, woken it's up insane. in like it's seven PM here and it's what uh eleven AM. Eleven AM where you are? Yeah, Your day's almost I'm... over. On hump day too, mind you. Say happy Damn, hump yo. day, guys. Oh, I mean, Damn. hopefully. That's awesome. <laughs> so, okay. I know. Uh, I'm waiting for the Super Bowl. We got to wait till she's going to see the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Do you know hours what? Before us. I, I do want to. That's one thing I do want to do. Call is... me and let me know who wins that way, and then I'll bet on it. Oh, you can. Perfect. And then we'll just go halves, right? right? Yeah, we'll split it. Sure. Awesome. <laughs> but what were you gonna say, Arabella, about the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm yeah, I've always wanted to go. Do you know what? I've actually had friends that just specifically obviously fly over there for the Super Bowl. Like it must be like insane. Half time. Oh. Look, there's there's a dream and that'll be like the queen be in half time at Super Bowl. Oh. What more could you want? Come that, on. That is- Rihanna <laughs> is this year, right? Yeah, I think it's re- I mean I think it's Rihanna this year, right? I, I third I heard oh, something is it? where okay. yeah. I believe so. I, she's the halftime show, I believe, but I heard something somewhere where like if you wanted to advertise during the Super Bowl, I think it's like like three hundred million for like two minutes or something like that. No, it's that's uh, insane. I think it's I think it's up to nine million now for a nine million ad wow. for a thirty second ad. Mm-hmm. Nine million. So for two minutes, Jeez. that'd be tw- like thirty six million dollars. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, you know, if everyone got you know nine million for thirty seconds, I mean, <laughs> Justin would be a trillionaire. Right now, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so okay, Arabella, uh, you're in, like we said, uh, we have, I guess we haven't said you're in the lovely country slash continent of Australia right now. Uh, I what, am. what city are you in if you're comfortable to say? I'm, yeah, I'm in Melbourne, okay, the most livable city. That's what that's what we've heard, that's what we've heard in our research. It's, it's actually quite a vibe here, not bad. One thing yeah. you know, actually is good is our coffees we have amazing coffee um very cultural um restaurants are just insane so yeah it is a vibe definitely oh from every like i'll tell you one thing like from like a lot of comedians and everyone they love visiting australia they say everyone there is awesome loves to party loves to have a good time and everyone's just yeah. like you know no one's out to be like a jerk everyone's just out to have fun and and do the thing you know what i mean like they 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 i think yeah. everyone completely agrees with you it's like uh it's the vibe you're right 100% the vibe <laughs> but but in Australia, so in America, we have these things called Cheetos. Do they have those in Australia? Cheetos, what are they? Yeah. They're like, oh man, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a snack, right? And it's like a little orange, like cheese doodle hey, kind of yeah, thing. Cheese doodle, cheese puff, puff? cheese puff. No, I've had. Is it like a corn dog? I've had one of those. Oh no, uh, corn dog's <laughs> a hot dog on a stick. They're like, they come, it's like a bag of chips, but they're like, uh, you know. I can't. Orange. I mean, you know what? It's you know, honestly, lost in you, translation. 
for, for for everyone listening that doesn't see this, if you saw, uh, if you if when you see Arabella, you'll a hundred percent know that she hasn't gone near a Cheeto in her goddamn life. I'll tell you that right now. All right, looking at her, we could all we could easily tell Cheetos are not on the diet. But okay, so but what about this? Pancakes or waffles? Which one do you like better? Oh, do you know what waffles? A hundred percent. Yeah, Arabella. Waffles are the way to go. Justin's an idiot, and he yeah. thinks pancakes are better, but he's wrong. Oh no, no. Yeah. Well, he can't be on our side now. No, you're not. not. You're not yeah. our friend anymore, Justin. Oh, he's cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what about the next question? Uh, Beatles or Stone? Ooh, I'd say Beatles. Wow. Yeah, she's back. Back on the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Beatles are good, but you know. I mean, we had, I mean, when we've had people on here before, they, everyone likes the Beatles. Don't get me wrong. But I think the number one thing that sways people is towards the Stones is like, you like the Beatles when you're younger and not depressed. But then when you start drinking beer and doing all that stuff, it's, it's all like, of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Stones make so much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. I like waffles, but at the end of the day, if I had to pick one, I would go mm. pancakes. Mm. Yeah, but really, I just find the texture of a pancake. I I can't do it. Even though I isn't it the same mixture? Yeah, yeah, it's the exact yeah, same yeah. thing. Just one's put so in an iron and one's yeah. put on a pan. Yeah, yeah. See, it's the texture of it. I just yeah. can't. And I don't do maple syrup. Ugh, oh, no, wow. what did you just do just butter. <laughs> not even no, not because I don't eat pancakes. So my waffle <laughs> is like <laughs> you put on the waffle. What are you just going well, raw? Just just raw waffle. Hey. My waffles are bomb. I put oh, like dude. a bit of icing sugar. I put some like chocolate, some Ooh, strawberries, okay. a bit of ice cream, and okay, perfect. okay. Yeah. yeah, you're not yeah. your your waffles aren't naked. You know, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were waffles. just eating plain waffles. I was like, all right, it's not like, just like eating like toast with Vegemite on it or something like that. Uh, you know, you have know, you ever tasted Vegemite? I have. So I oh. did want to ask about this. Because, I mean, obviously, we've all heard the song, you know, Down Under, and they talk about a Vegemite sandwich and all this stuff. And I was fascinated by that as a kid because I had no idea what Vegemite is. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so interesting. It's such a um, it's got a distinct flavor um, to it. And it's like kind of like salty. But with that, right, so it's not like a Nutella where you spread that shit on for like days. Yeah, You can only do like the lightest spread. And you either hate it or you or you a love little it. Bit like goes there's a no long in way. between. Hundred percent. Like that that shit lasts me years in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> but what Man. does it go on most commonly? Like just toast? on a sandwich or, or toast, toast by itself? sandwich or crumpets? Do you guys have crumpets? I mean, I've had them, but not not extensively. No, I'm not a crumpet yeah, connoisseur. So right? You've got to make almost... sure, like. The butter is like really melted, and then put a like a slight smear of Vegemite on. Hey, but when I come over, I'll yeah. definitely um bring you a, an Australian care package, Ooh. and I'll make sure some um some Vegemites in there. I need to love it. <laughs> when, when you're here for your fight on April eighth in Nashville, you know what you should try is chicken and waffles. If you haven't had that yet, chicken and waffles. You haven't had. Oh, wow. you haven't heard of chicken and waffles? No. Oh. When you go to Nashville, yeah, you're gonna be surrounded by chicken and waffles. Big you're gonna have to I'm do gonna it. Be, I'm gonna be weighing in at heavyweight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Y
baby. Yeah, yeah. You're. This is going to be definitely a post-fight meal. This is post-victory. Sure. You'll uh, then wow. be able to feast. Yeah. You know, it's. I'll tell you this story real quick. So I'd had a. I had a fight. Um. This was years ago, but I did. I was 14 pounds over two days before the fight, right? <laughs> and I wow. cut. I cut the weight. And I made the I made weight right, but immediately after weigh in, I ate an entire box of what are called crustables, which is a it's peanut just- butter and jelly sandwich without the crust. And I ate an entire box of those, and it was a huge mistake. I feel like maybe nu- nu- nutrition has been more prevalent with you, but uh, yeah, I'm just saying. What do you have like a uh, a post fight meal that you love? Do you know what I love pasta? Oh, so obviously, same. like, oh, uh, how good is it? It's like pasta is just something. Oh my god! I like pappardelle and with like a napoli sauce. I only like the red sauce. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. napoli sauce. I can't do creams, but yeah. um. Yeah, oh, that's oh. like a go-to for me. Yeah, I yeah. could, if I could, I would live on pasta. Same. It's the te- the taste, the consistency, and then just the variety so you can get shapes. with it. It's the best. It's pasta is incredible. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I mean, we've been talking a lot about food. Okay. Last food question. Uh, when it comes to eating wings, are you drums or are you flat? Well, I'm to, but I don't even eat either. I love the bread. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I think this is another. Nobody I, said I mean, that. No, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we're all big bre- fans of breast. You know, they have ch- is chicken wings a thing down in Australia? Oh well, chicken wings is, but not as big as in America. The thing is yeah. with me is like, if I have to actually, visit, I'm like showing you with my hands now. Like, if <laughs> I have to put something in my mouth, <laughs> if I have to put something in my mouth, chew it, and then bring it out, it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What goes, it goes it, in, it's not yeah. coming out. So one way straight, right. one way straight, straight, straight here. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Perfect. So okay, those were our questions for now. But let's keep talking. So real quick, like we said, I want to say this again. April eighth, Nashville. Will this one be on Triller also? Um. Yeah, I think it'll be on some sort of like live stream. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether maybe on is it Dan Z? Maybe I Ooh, don't quote me, uh, but maybe the zone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the zone. That's the, zone. the one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, nice. You'll, yeah. you'll be so, able to either way. You'll be able to find the info on your Instagram. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. And, definitely. So once everything is um finalized, um yeah, I'll be I'll start um obviously putting things up on my Instagram um and tickets um and also I'm going to start doing some merch. So which will Ooh, be pretty cool. Love it. I'm excited about, yeah. Very cool, yeah. So for everyone listening, we'll have a link to uh, Bella's Instagram in the description of this episode. Really highly suggest checking it out. I mean, it is a great follow. I will tell you right now. Big fan, (laughs) (laughs) big fan of following it. But uh, no, er and then you can you know stay up to date with Arabella and everything she's or Bella and everything she's got going on in the fight coming up in April. Super excited for this. And you're on the undercard of. Do you know what the headliner is for this fight? Not um this one. I'm not too sure who will be um obviously the undercard, but oh sorry, the main event. But I do know that it obviously winning this fight, they're going to put me um May UK under KSI's undercard. Oh wow. So that is like amazing. Be, yeah. 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 
I honestly right, just need to obviously get through this one first, which I think uh, I should think be you, a walk in the park. Hell yeah. yeah. You kidding? You Australians are incredible athletes. I'll tell you that the, right where now. was the uh where was your first fight at? Here in Melbourne. What uh yeah what are was it uh, uh arena? Was it underground? Was it was it no fight? so <laughs> I was like I was just you know with the with all the kangaroos. Tell her tell her a parking garage Bella tell us about Tell us about the entrance to this fight, Justin. Wait till you get a load of this. Her Did entrance, you like see that, that entrance. But I mean, isn't that? It was insane. Yeah, yeah. He was excited. So about I... it. He's like, yeah. I was, I was gonna have him tell me about it. I was like, she'll tell you. I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 So I decided. Um. So not only did I obviously weigh in in lingerie. Yeah. Um. And then I decided, you know what? My entrance. I came out to Cardi B. And I came out on a throne. So I had three guys Carried. holding me. <laughs> they carried me out. I was wearing a crown. I was like, damn, girl, you got yeah. me. This is all. They're like, do you have any special like, requests? And you'd be like, I'd like to be carried to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, I you like know it. what? This time, obviously, Nashville, I'm like contemplating, like, should I come out on a white horse? Can you imagine? I mean, a whew. white horse, guys. Yeah. Like, was... I'm already vibing this. Like, I I feel like I do need to go get some horse lessons. Yeah, just That'd in be... case. But I'm I'm here for it. Just start, you know, trotting in into the ring. It'd be even better if you got the same three guys that carried your, you know, your litter, Throwing. and then put them in a horse costume and then rode those guys because that would be just, I mean, oh, yeah, that'd be even better. Or you know what? I could come down from. I thought also to have a throne because there is a throne in Nashville for the queen. Love it. Um, and come down from the roof Ooh. and into the ring. Wow. In the chair? In yeah. the chair. Lowered in the chair. Man. Yeah. Not unlike Apollo Creed. I do Rocky like the Ford. horse idea. The only thing is you got to work. Yeah, you definitely got to practice because you got to work on your, your dismount. and mm. your. Uh, mm. I've never ridden a horse, but they're gigantic. Oh, my God. They're oh, huge. Yeah, gotta, and gotta, I think like getting dismount. on and off. Yeah. That's it. Do you ever get worried and about what, that? I don't want to... But I have on no fucking crazy motherfucking horse. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Horse. This horse is <laughs> going to be heavily like, sedated. Yeah, you need a horse that can can withstand the, the crowd. Yeah, you need All a horse crowd. with a ketamine exactly. addiction is what you it's need. Same thing with getting through those ropes, you know? The yeah. first time you're going through in front of all front of 60,000 people you're like <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to somehow just get tangled in these ropes. Oh man. <laughs> I always wanted to like kind of do. I've seen like boxers do it before, and they like jump over. I'm like, no, yeah. my luck. I jump over, face on it. It's like yeah. done. And then oh, the fight's yeah. over. You're like, I'm just going home. I'm not. Yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already lost. I would like to do the running and the, like the belly slide, like on. Yeah. Into- yeah. Oh yeah. That would be. That would it's be. It's hard mind. with fake implants. That yeah, those, that's probably... those, those bad boys and pop. I can't have that. <laughs> They're like my main asset, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're already putting them through a enough that night you're not yeah, gonna make it any worse how about they it? get a good workout so sure. you know we're gonna keep it like that nice so okay so yeah like we said uh bella's instagram uh will be in the description a link will be in the description of this episode check it out really great follow and then also april 8th in nashville she's coming here to take over america before she goes and takes over the uk it's gonna be great but i want to do a little backtracking and we're gonna go start from the beginning so uh, Bella, it says here that you were born in New South Wales. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's right. So I was born in a small country town in um, New South Wales in uh, Sydney. 
Okay. So it's just obviously uh, a little bit further up from where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so I was I was obviously born there. Um, my my father passed away um, at a young age uh, when oh, I was six. Sorry to hear that. So that's okay. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of, I, I guess, you know, it was just myself and my mum. And then, um, yeah, my mum kind of uh, got a new partner and they had three kids okay. uh, themselves. And I guess, you know, it's kind of, you, you wish that you had that uh, good childhood, that good life of like right. that family life. But unfortunately right. for myself, that kind of didn't happen for me. Yeah. Um, so the stepfather was um, a drug dealer. So I grew up around like a lot of drugs and moving mm-hmm. from house to house, state to state. Yeah. Um, so during, I guess, school years, like my primary school years, I went through like obviously a lot of primary schools. Mm-hmm. And then um, doing my high schooling years, so there was, um, so my mom and her partner had uh, three kids, two boys and a girl. Yeah. And I, yeah, so whilst I guess doing, so we ended up moving um, back and forth from New South Wales to Mel- to Victoria, Melbourne, where I am. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they kind of, I guess they went missing for many of time, like all the time. So I kind of had to have you, that, I guess, I just step you, up. Yeah. And did you take like the them, surrogate? You know? You're like the mom role at I times did. because. I was like the mom. Yeah. yeah. That's so, tough. And I was like, you know what? I couldn't, I couldn't leave these kids, you know, in the circumstances yeah. that we were in, it's just like, this is horrible, you know? Yeah. And I, I didn't come from anything fancy, to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I grew up in a beaten down weatherboard home, yeah. you know, so in a small yeah. country town. So nothing was kind of luxurious for me. Mm. Um, I was I was obviously doing my HSC, looking after three kids, and yeah. I had to go work a job at, La, it's called La Pochetta's, which is okay. like an Italian restaurant yeah. to like get money. So because my mom wanted money for rent. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I had to do all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. It was hard. It wasn't easy. Um. But what? you kind of. I think I yeah. look back at it now, and I'm like, I'm glad that, like, that did happen in the aspect of because it puts into perspective life now. Right. So it's. It, I think it's amazing what you can put your mind to. So d- yes. despite what happens in your life, sometimes you you can't dwell on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it it doesn't define you as a person. Um. Yeah. If, if anything, it just makes you stronger. So. Yeah. Man, that I'll tell you, that is tough. So for so you're on, you know, your dad passed when you were really young and then your mom got remarried to this guy who, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, doesn't sound like the best male role no. model. Mm-hmm. And um, so how old were you? Like, you know, I've been around. I mean, me and Justin, mm-hmm. we, everyone's been around, you know, uh, uh, you know, the drug scene and, and things like that. And people go missing, like you're saying. How old were you? when they would go missing and then you're kind of left with, okay, well, these kids need to eat. They need to, you know, maybe have a blanket and stuff, you know, like you got to check on them, make sure you're good. How old were you, would you say when that kind of started happening? Yeah. So I was 16 um, at that age. Yeah. Cool. So, and then I obviously had to cook. I had to learn how to cook, um, yeah. clean, do readers. Yeah. I was doing school readers for the kids. I'd, I obviously oh, didn't have a license, so I was taking them to school. I'd leave my school early to go pick them up so we can go home. I'd bath them, shower. Mm. And then, you know, once I put them to bed, it was like that was my time to study Yeah. because I was like, you know, I, I, I'm I still doing schooling. You know, it was my yeah. important – well, that year it was year 11. So mm. then 
um, I went to my HSC year 12 and that's when I was 17 because mm. I fall into that period where it's like I didn't turn 18 until the following year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah so you were so, like a little older for your grade. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. when when you're so you're going through, I mean, and I don't mean to harp on this if you don't want to talk about it, but this I think is something a lot of people don't see when they look at you, right? Like they see you, they see this this doll, this princess, you know, like look at her, she's beautiful. But like this is that's a tough story, right? And mm -hmm. you have parents that are addicted to drugs. And you have three younger siblings that were there, you know, they're only half related to you in a way because, you know, different dads. Exactly. And you're made to take the parent parental role in the house at a young age. And really how like the mental toughness you have to get because it really just becomes, OK, this has to be done and someone has to do mm -hmm. it. And they're le and I have no choice but to do it. Otherwise, these kids are going to suffer or I don't know if they have foster care like they do here uh, or the kids will be taken into foster care and taken That's by the right. state. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. really did have That's to step up and do that. That's I mean, good on you. That's an incredible. Yeah. Are you still close with Thank your siblings? You. Yeah. So look, once I left home at 18, um, yeah. obviously, because like I didn't I wanted to leave earlier, but like because my mom and I, we just didn't we didn't get along. It just wasn't working, you know, and I was like, you know it's what? Tough, I genuinely yeah. can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not their their mum, but I'm doing the best that I can. But now it's like, it's time for me to get a life. Yeah. And I too could have went down that path of, you know, going and doing drugs and whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah. But I knew what was right from wrong and I'd seen it firsthand. And I was yeah. just like, I want to sleep at night knowing that like I can sleep peacefully, not with one yeah. eye open. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not something, you know, I remember one time the kids had actually had, um, they had friends over in the living area and um, it was like two in the morning and we there was this massive big bang on our door and I was like, geez, this is crazy. And, and um, my half-brother had opened the door and a man had come through our house with a sledgehammer looking for the stepfather and oh, he jumped Jesus. out of the... He jumped out of the bedroom window and just ran and left us there with this man. Like it was, it was nuts. Oh, I was really? like, what the hell is going on? And so I grabbed all these kids. So because my um, half brother had friends over, so I grabbed them all and ran to one of the rooms and just hid everyone under yeah. the bed. Yeah. I was like, what, what do you do? You know, in yeah. that kind of circumstance, like it was fucking oh, nuts. Like it was I mean... just crazy. That is the last time those kids slept over your house. I'll tell you that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, poor kids. They probably went, they're probably traumatized still to this I day. I mean, that's, you know? but you know, I mean, everyone would be traumatized to that. Have you ever had a break in Justin? How was the sleepover, honey? Oh, it was good. We had, uh, we had some crumpets. We were playing video games. Oh, and then a man broke in with a sledgehammer. <laughs> and, and it wasn't Triple H. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man. But other is... than that, no, what? I never had. It was uh... nuts. Yeah. I've never. Uh, I, but I have uh... had uh, men show up to my, uh, my parents' house looking for my father. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It happens. What are you going to do? My... Oh, exactly. Yeah, my yeah, dad was the 100%. one that would show up with the sledgehammer. So, you know, you get both sides. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. He would show up with a gun. But either way. <laughs> uh, See, so... that's one thing with you guys is like you're allowed like guns. It's legalized, which I always like being over in America was so scary because like. 
Everyone's got a in gun. the aspect of, well, you don't know who's got a gun, do you, really? True. So it was like, fuck, if someone, like, tries to, like, take my shit, you know, I just got to let them do it. I'm like, because, you know, the, you just don't yeah. know. The, I'll tell you, the, the thing with my thought with the guns is, like, I, I have a gun, right? But also, I have a family I, I, I have to protect. That's my job. Right. And I really it's my 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 gun is really a home defense weapon. Right. I don't carry like I, I mean, if I, if I ever bring anything outside the house with me, like at some like I'll so, I so someone told me this that scared the shit out of me. And I started doing this recently. I started carrying a knife just because someone had told me about like what people do is they'll take adopted dogs from the city from Philadelphia and they're like shit house dogs and they'll bring them to where my, like my area and they'll, you know, raise them as adopted dogs and they've been known to attack people and kids. So oh, wow. like I, I Jeez. was now I just started bringing it up. Cause like if a fucking dog comes at my kid, I'm going to kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred so, exactly. percent. You don't have a choice. Yeah. And that, and I carry like, I have like these knuckles that I like to carry, but either than that, I mean, you know, I'm not, and it's all, it's all. And for, I keep a couple grenades in my sock. Nothing major. And like, I have a full Kevlar and body armor, <laughs> like nothing, you know, a major. And then also I have four security guards in a top. <laughs> right. like, that's right. not. Yeah. Yeah. Just, for the kid, that's not for me. Yeah, yeah it's all kids. for the kid. I could care yeah. less. You know, I, you know, yeah. take care of myself barely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I'm. It, it, I'll tell you, you became like you. You really absorbed the role of like mom, sister, teacher, parent, disciplinarian. Like you had to take that at a young age, and I'll tell you, it's really. Like one, it gives you a sense of accomplishment that, hey, I'm able to do this. And I know that mentally shit's going to get tough. But if I mentally say I can do it and I do and I know I can do it when the shit hits the fan, like I'll tell you, that's one thing that not a lot of people get when the shit hits the fan. Right. When it's fucking time to go and it's time to rock. And can you step up and do it? It's not a lot of people can say they've done that. And that's something you can say you've done at a young age. And honestly, I think you can see that that continue now into your hustle, right? Like, you know, mentally, like, I can get in the ring with this bitch and knock her out. I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do that. You know, like you can have big aspirations because you can have that self-belief where, you know, if you put your mind to it, you can get things done. That's an incredible thing. And it's almost I know it's I know it sucks that you had to learn it that way. But I mean, it, it, to take any good away from that scenario, that's the blessing in disguise you get. Would you agree with that? Oh, hundred percent. Exactly. Like I, I think to myself, like I can't like, you know, I'm what, what am I? 32. Oh, I'm 33 tomorrow. Uh, you're okay. 22, <laughs> 23. Yeah. Get out of town, um, so probably. I know, right? So look a day over 20. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you know, there's no, there's no filter. There's no filter on this, there on this no record. I mean, here, <laughs> no, I mean, I would have, I would have not guessed that. So good on you. But so, okay. I just think, you know, when, when's um, your birthday? Did you say? The 9th of February. So tomorrow. Oh, well, for me tomorrow. It's two days for us. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Right. So this is great. Well, happy birthday. You know, Justin sings the best birthday song. Oh, okay. <laughs> I look forward to that. I'm just kidding. I know how to sing. Happy I'd love birthday. to celebrate it early. There, I'll tell you, that is something my, uh, 
my wife is uh european and in her culture they do not celebrate birthdays early because it is Same. bad luck but also i can sing happy birthday in three languages so suck on that justin uh, <laughs> that's impressive what languages i can sing it in english obviously mm -hmm. italian and albanian oh wow i know i'm a cultured individual so hey wow, uh, that's amazing i well, think it's so important to obviously be able to speak different languages like i can agreed. i can do obviously german um a little bit of italian as well and also sign language so i can sign for the hearing impaired sprechen yeah. sie deutsch sprechen sie deutsch yeah you, uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> you go to school for yeah, the sign so language I can, yeah, so that I did a diploma in Auslan. Wait, that's a you, should, you ever see the ones who do it for like rap concerts or like shows on the oh, side stage? Yeah, love it. <laughs> they'll do like Kendrick Lamar show, you know. And do that. The best is that they. I remember Aziz Ansari had a bit where he would talk about the sign, like the person who did sign language at a show, because he'll say something like, "And you took the cock and smacked him in the face," and the guy has to sign like doing that, and there's like a delayed laugh, and I was just like, "That's fucking hilarious." But you, so wait. Do you, uh, did you, you just learn sign language, Bella, or? So sign language was in um, school. So as a, a, like, we call it a low tier. So it's like a, a language um, that you can learn. So you could do like Italian, German, Spanish, Japanese. Yeah. But we had um, five hearing impaired students in our class. So we obviously had to learn to be able to communicate with them. Wow. So, yeah, it was something that I obviously like took on. And I, I did that through like my high schooling years. And then I decided um, like once I finished my uh, HSC, then yeah. yeah, I obviously went and got a diploma in Auslan so I can um, like interpret. Um, yeah, so wow. I can go to like doctor's appointments or like on the news, things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's wow. cool. That is cool. But That's... it's like so, it's something like people don't really would well, would know because like I guess you know Instagram. I, I you know for me it's more just like I'm putting on like my modeling or boxing. So yeah. no one really can say, unless you actually know me, then you you wouldn't know that like, yeah, that kind you, of. Man, that would I be a great, that would be a yeah. great for like, for your Instagram, it would be a great reel if you signed like my, see me or check me out at my fight on April 8th. Like, that'd be really cool. You know? Yeah, if you did it like silent and had like the letters. Can I do it in lingerie as well? Like, oh my gosh, that would be a twenty million viewer. You kidding me? Did you see the lady who was? So she was doing it for I think like a county, and she would do it at all the press conferences, and she was completely making it up. Had no idea how to do it because it pays well. Like you get paid. And she was full blown. She was just like, but she was like full going hard at it. Like it looks, it looks real to me. dude, she had to get some shit right. You know what I mean? A clock's right twice, twice a day. Yeah, yeah. Even a blind squirrel gets a nut, my man. But what? So, Justin, I want to talk about this. We spoke about this on a previous episode. What Justin calls cum gutters, and I don't know if you saw, but Bella here. I mean, I'm not trying to be the, crass, the but you know the V on the abs, you know, you oh, got those, and they I are do, called. Justin calls them cum gutters, I, and for, uh, on dudes, not on, on dudes. dudes. The reference is the. <laughs> it's not funny you have to explain it, but the, the reference is the. Like yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, speaking of cum gutters, let's keep moving. Uh, so like, so let like you said, you know. 
after your home life and everything. And, you know, we found this too with we, when we've dealt with like, uh, you know, like, uh, I, I mean, I'll just, I mean, I don't know what they say, beautiful women, but we found like, if it's a beautiful woman from a small town, she wants to get up and get on and, and has big aspirations, at least the ones that we've dealt with, like Alexis Fox and, and Adrena Winters and D Siren and people like that. But the, you know, they wanted to get out of a small town because they knew their worth and wanted to go out and do their thing. So you're you're 18 right and you kind of are like hey i i need to start doing things for me and living my life and getting things going so did you leave your small town and then if yes where'd you go yeah so um obviously i was 18 left home and i had finished my hsc so i got a really good enter school surprisingly enough I mean, um, i'm not surprised and- by that <laughs> i was like um so i decided to have so it's called like a gap year and I got an AFL traineeship, so uh, for two years. Um, so it was just like a, a traineeship with, so our Australian Football League um, that we have here in Melbourne. So Whoa. I was lucky enough. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like it was Football insane. So I, um, or our like uh, well, rugby, no, not soccer. Right? It's mm, not rugby either. Uh, it's um. Oh, similar, Australian, but Austra- like Australian, Australian, Australian rules, rules football? football. Yeah, that shit's fucking yeah. nuts. That, yeah, so a- it's insane. Is that basically it's like helmetless football? Ugh. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, do they yeah. wear like, like do they wear like those padded helmets kind of? I remember there was like this guy from no. Texas that he was like this six eight guy from Texas. He was like a U.S. guy. He had played like basketball or something and ended up going to Australia and like doing oh, really Mason well. Cox. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like this big guy. He's he massive. Up, yeah. yeah, and I was and he, like, damn, like he's like. But he plays really good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now so, he just became an Australian citizen. Like, and now, yeah, obviously plays football here. I yeah. mean, you know, if, if, I mean, you get in where you can fit in, but man, so, okay. So you're 18 and like, like, look, a lot of, I tell you this, when I was 18, I was like bartending at restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, Hey, I'm going to shoot for the moon. And you work for like, like you're looking for like the NFL in Australia, which is mm-hmm. huge. So what were you doing when you were there? Yeah, so I was doing um, so a lot of like the outdoor um, stuff. So I'd like organize like all the uniforms and do all like that, a lot of the admin and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was kind of like, I guess, because I was getting into uni, I obviously needed an income. And it wasn't much at all, like, because it was obviously a traineeship. So I think it was only like, geez, like $600 a week, which was like next to nothing. But I was like, you know what? I either live in a miserable um, situation or I remove myself from that and obviously try and gain something from it. So I was just like, so I did that for two years. And then um, I obviously got into uni. Um, So I studied to become a midwife. Surprise. Whoa. <laughs> okay, yeah. so for all those uh uncultured yeah, swines, yeah. yeah. For for all those uncultured swines listening to this, when you say uni, you mean university, right? So <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of idiots around here. Don't sweat it. Um okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But real quick before we get into that, it is time for everyone's favorite segment. It's time for Jader's questions, asking some questions. J-Dub's questions, a new favorite segment. J-Dub's questions segment. Uh, so, Bella, Justin here is going to ask you some questions. You're going to give us some answers. It's going to be great. J-Dub, take it away. 
Aren't you uh aren't you glad you didn't agree to let him sing for your What? I know, what? but I, I actually just felt like dancing that was like I mean, you know, I can tear the house down. What do you what do you I do have that question? So let's say for your intro to your next fight, if you could have any artist like come out like with you and sing whatever song, like live, you know how like sometimes like fifty cent or little Wayne will come out yeah, yeah, yeah. with Floyd. Uh, yeah. Who would you have? Do you know what? I actually thought about this, and I would love like Cardi B to come out. Oh, uh, I like, like I like Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually yeah. yeah, I was like, damn, how can I even just slide into a DM? Look, she'll probably never read it, but like Please. a queen to yeah, another man. queen, you right. know, like I think she's James, in hey, Atlanta. They got she's they got Atlanta it. How cool would that be? Yeah. They got it. They we have a saying here called "game recognize game," right? So you got game. She recognized that game. You know what I'm saying? She'll see what mm-hmm. she'll see what you got going on. What uh wait, what song by Cardi B? Bodak Yellow. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh what other song? When I <laughs> w- when I was fighting, you'll have to look up this song, but it's fucking badass. But my uh my interest music when I was fighting, it was God's Gonna Cut You Down by Johnny Cash. And I'm not religious Ooh, or Johnny anything. Johnny Cash. Jo- Johnny Cash is the fucking man. But I'm not religious or anything, but the song, the beginning of it has like this bass beat hook that is like the hardest shit ever. So, yeah, that's what I would do. And yeah, all black. And uh, of course, I came out on a dragon because I didn't have a horse. So. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I you know, yeah. Uh so sorry, Justin. Go ahead. Have you uh have you broken any bones? Woo. No, that's one thing I haven't done. Knock on wood. So far so good. What's your dream car? Oh, see, I'm not a car person. Hey, like I've still got my 2012 Hyundai from 10 years ago. Hey, that's ten years ago, it doesn't have a warranty. Listen, that warranty just ran out last year. <laughs> but you know what? I like um, I like the Rolls Royces. I don't know uh, what it's mine, the tire. Oh, it's the SUV. tire on the back. The tire on no, the. No, you know what oh. I think it is. I think it's the lights on the roof for me. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, Dude. oh, how good is that? What is Justin? What's your dream car? If you could just. Put a car in my driveway tomorrow. I would like a uh like if if money is no object, it doesn't sure. matter because like yeah. I couldn't yeah. afford to change the brakes on this car, but I would like a McLaren. Oh McLaren. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I couldn't even change the oil on it. Yeah. <laughs> a nice I, McLaren P1. My uh my thought is that eventually cars are gonna be flying, and I think the closest car to be flying would probably be a tesla and also i never want to get a fucking oil change ever again <laughs> so i'm going to go with a tesla but oh, the Tesla's most are really big in america oh they're huge yeah oh dude yeah. Tes- dude imagine this never having to get pump gas again never having to get an oil change again right and like the cars i mean i don't know there's a lot of shit about tesla that i'm liking but i have a honda accord so what are you gonna do you know so, all right, Justin, keep going. All right, so you're in Australia. Tell sure. me about your giant bugs. Oh, and your snakes oh and gosh. your birds. Oh. What do you yeah, see? everything. Snakes. Like, there's How just, big? we have, oh, my God. Like, but, I, like, snakes are fucking massive. Like, and do you know Damn, what? I so kid you crazy. not, any animal we have here will kill you. Like, oh. no doubt. <laughs> That's the... Like, it's insane. Like, so... it's 
But it's like you go in the ocean, a shark will bite you. Or it will eat you. You know what I mean? Jellyfish that are like 10 times more potent than ours. (laughs) Like, and those, oh my God, I've been stung by one of those. And I kid you not, my friend had to piss on my leg (laughs) because apparently, (laughs) yes, exactly. Yeah, it was, and it was all like wrapped around. Normally, you got to pay a lot more for that, but yeah, yeah. Time, you know, you're like, should have gotten an only. I was like, I'm the queen. I was like, I'm the queen. I need this immediately. Hey, look, Everyone when I say their... piss on my leg, you piss on my yeah, leg. Had, oh, and it was, you know what? And it didn't even kind of cross my mind that he was urinating on my leg. I was just like, oh, well, <laughs> you're in such like, pain. You're taking like, the sting off. Yeah, yeah you're like, exactly. whatever works. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, yeah, giving we have him water. Like, oh, my God. I hate our spring. Um, We have magpies. So our spring weather, okay. it brings like um these birds and they're called magpies. Oh my swooping ones that like and they swoop you and try like what do they do they bite do they just hit does it hurt they like peck you with their like beak but like they keep going for you yeah it like i look i well i'm assuming it would hurt but i've never had it done to me but it like they do some damage like it's horrible and you see the bikes people on bikes and they're like they're trying to like so i always wondered right why people had helmets on with all these sticks hanging out like you guys are fucking weird like but it's for the that makes sense yeah. So these yeah, birds are like vicious. Them, they yeah. just like swoop the top of your head. They'll like skim by and then fly away. Yeah. And they'll, they'll keep coming well, not back. Not even. Sometimes they keep coming kids. back for you. Yeah. 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 I've seen these videos, but they don't like stop. It's they kind of just like they get real close. Yeah, like, but it's, yeah. Yeah. They just to like, I guess they're mm-hmm. predatorial. Oh yeah. My and I think it, I don't know whether it's kind of like their breeding season, maybe. Um, that's um yeah i don't know i don't even know why they do it but yeah it's insane it's horrible <laughs> yeah. there, was this, uh, there was this guy he was a a, a biker uh, a bicyclist in somewhere in australia he was a mad dog and uh he would the people would like shout at him and stuff he was a drunk and then also there was a video of him being like assaulted <laughs> by those magpies and like i don't know i was like I know, what are these horrible. birds Woof. yeah even like you know like kangaroos they're beautiful That's but they're like you so seen dangerous them? Have you seen a kangaroo? Dude, I saw a I've picture been, of a kangaroo I've that looked them, like it was on like, Oh, Joe, I've got a pet kangaroo. Do you want me to get it? No, I'm joking. <laughs> what? No. Oh, I got so excited. <laughs> Don't do that. That's not fair. Do you have a claw? She was like, she was like hey, you want to be, uh, uh, you know, you, you want us to, yeah, you confirm a uh, Australian stereotype that everyone has a pet kangaroo? Yeah, that doesn't happen. So, okay. Sorry. Uh, wow. We just got burned real fucking hard on that, Bella. Like, yeah. Every night right I now. crawl into my uh, kangaroo pouch and I sleep <laughs> like a baby. I've seen it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I've seen some of the pictures of the kangaroos, though. They're fucking yoked. I mean, like. Yeah, but do you know what? Some of them are so big and they're like so vicious, too. They can hurt you. But also, too, if you're driving like down the country, you have to be so careful because they just come out of nowhere and can like, you can That's hit what, them. So, and Yeah. We yeah. have deer. Same concept oh like yeah roads, okay but i can't imagine a full-grown yeah. kangaroo yeah they're massive Man. yeah sorry big and they wombats we have like massive big wombats as well oh heaps especially like down the heaps. country like 
Oh. <laughs> it's like deer. Like, like we have deer in, in Pennsylvania. Like it's very common to see yeah. deer, especially in the suburbs. Yeah. yeah. And now as developments are popping up, the deer are being pushed into smaller areas, yada yada. So I assume yeah. maybe the same thing with kangaroos. Like I don't know if they're starting to develop outside the city limits. Are your kangaroos are, are getting pushed into roadways and now you see a well, dead kangaroo on the side of the road? Well, we see a lot of those, which is really sad. At the same time, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's not, it's not nice. But that's more kind of more if you're like outside of the city. Um, yeah. But yeah, but we had really bad bushfires, um, which was really like bad for us. And it's wow. kind of like every year, but more so like it's our summertime. So this time of year, like our weather starts to get our, our what would it be? So our, like last week, I think we had like 40 degrees, which is over your 100, like 110 yeah. So we yeah. have like consecutive days of that and then obviously like bushfires and then, you know, our koalas a few years ago nearly went like instinct because of all the bushfires. So you kind and of forget the about that. Natu- like the- oh, yeah, that I can yeah, believe that. You can't. They- <laughs> what? <laughs> Bad, yeah. Koalas yeah, got syphilis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have. Yeah, they what have is this unit. country? What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Yeah. Anything you can get, come to Australia and you'll get it. <laughs> Pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> I mean, sounds like a blast. You know. I'm still interested. How big are these snakes you've seen? Like, are we yeah. talking? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like massive, Woo. big pythons. Where? Like they're like, insane. Like so this big. You can get them. <laughs> like they're like, and they're so thick too like it's so scary but a lot of those are caught normally like up north um up queensland way so uh, queensland. Like, yeah, like where? not so much in the street are they coming out of the toilets like are they just in the, uh, the toilets road? in so my my friend the other day posted and he woke up um he was in perth out in um on the mines and he woke up with a snake in his bed I was like, dang, oh, I would have no. shit my pants. No, I'm, yeah, I, I would have gone home. Yeah. Tag, I'm out of here. See you yeah, later. 100%. Snake in the like, toilet. can you imagine? There's yes. snakes in the toilets? Yeah, snakes in the toilets. Yeah, it's like so crazy. Snake in the toilet is literally one of my deepest fears since I was oh, four bro. years old. Bro. Have you ever had a hunts, like a, um, a no. redback spider in, no. in the toilet? I yeah, that's that like, yeah, that's what? like next level. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you do? How do you, what, so every time you go to the bathroom, do you do a check? Like, is that just Yeah, I always check the toilet. You do like an, how do you check? Dude, I, 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 I can't believe I haven't been doing that. What is wrong with me? Well, you always check, to, even like lift up the lid, like I'm like, yeah, okay. Every, especially like if I'm out like the country and stuff like that, or like further up north, like the um, top end of uh, Australia yeah, as well, yeah. because they're like prone up there. Like they've just, but also too, they've got like geckos and like toad frogs and like everything. Like it's crazy. Wow. It's the outback. I know. Wow. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. sounds, sounds like, I mean, it sounds like it's actually like beautiful. Has, yeah. Florida yeah. has like gators. Florida has like those little geckos and lizards you'll see all over buildings and stuff. Yeah, they but they don't have, have half the shit Australia. Huntsman spiders. I mean, how? Yeah, how, we, we got crocodiles as well. Like, yeah, crocodiles, crocodiles not alligators. Dude, if I woke yeah. up with a spider in my bed, I would burn the fucking house down. Oh, all right, I, with a snake, like spiders, there. I can deal with. I can't deal with either. I'm not doing some of our spiders are pretty big. Like you get like really big ones and they're quite like dangerous. And they got like fur all you know what I mean? They got like hair and it's oh, just the worst. I can be able to sleep for a week. 
Oh my god. All right, Justin, next question. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. why you people were banished to that island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you live there because your people were bad and you deserve to live on that. 100%. Yeah. We're yeah. badasses over here. Yeah, that is <laughs> true. Maniacs. I mean, yeah. Shout out Ned Kelly, fan of the show, listener oh. of the show. All right, so what about Mad Max? You watch all the Mad Max movies, yeah? Is Mel Gibson still a hero in Australia? You don't love Mel? Oh, he actually was. I don't know about now. Uh But, like, I think, yeah. Is is Heath Ledger, was he, like, R.I.P. the goat? Oh, yeah, he was. He was a man. I loved Heath Ledger. Mm -hmm. But, dude, Mel, I love Mel. I know he had the whole thing with the voicemail and whatever, <laughs> but I still yeah. love he's Mel Gibson. Yeah, that exactly. Cut him, a, cut him a break. He's Mel. It's Mel. He's Just Mel. Mel being Mel, you know? I mean, come on. Exactly. All right, Matt Justin. Hot, Matt loves a hot salad. Uh do you uh do you have any bitch. do you have any questions for me? Hold on, Justin, ask oh. her the uh the Python and gorilla question. Oh, that's a good yeah. So you're locked in a mall for one week yeah. with either Ooh, one okay. gorilla or five cobras. Ooh, Take your pick. I'll pick a gorilla. Wow. Because I know that because the gorilla would actually look after me. Yeah. And the, the issue with the cobras is how could you sleep not knowing where all these snakes but are? Like around? you yeah, can hypothetically like an- go and hunt the cobras. You have no chance against the gorilla. You make friends with the no. gorilla. You would the gorilla. I mean, like I could, I could cuddle him. I How could, like, malls? you know, be high fiving him. When you were a kid, did you go to like malls? Yeah, you go mm-hmm. mall. All right. You have yeah. Annie M's pretzels, and they they're not. They're food? not on fucking the moon. Justin. I don't know. They have malls in Australia. All they right. got giant snakes in their toilets. People are up to all kinds. <laughs> their toilets flow the other way. You know that. I did know that. Have, you know, it's they actually do. That's one thing I. Because you're below the notice. equator. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you blow yeah, an equator crazy. a lot. <laughs> what about uh, ask the Sigourney Weaver question? Um, do you know who Sigourney Weaver is? The actress. No. Ah, shit. Mm-mm. That might I know. What questions? All right, then say Nicole Kidman. <laughs> do you? Well, who wouldn't sleep with Nicole Kidman? I would this not. Kids if, up to all kinds of. Nonsense. You know what? I'll tell you this. I'll Kidman. tell you this. Um, I'd, I'd a, rather sleep with Megan Fox. I think. Ooh, then Nicole Kidman? <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Mm. <laughs> How about it? Yeah, uh, I yeah. think she's looking for a girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> you kind of, you yeah, kind she of, seems the type to add one. You kind of look like Megan Fox. Do you get that? I was like, Dev. I get, um, I get that, but also Demi Moore. Oh, I could see that, but your hair is like young, younger like, days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like mm. young Demi Moore, like, <laughs> like freaking young. ghost Demi Moore. <laughs> You know, not not GI Jane. Well, body type GI oh, Jane. What's, Demi. What's I was gonna say name, that she... that Spanish actor. Uh, that Spanish Penelope lady. Cruz? Sorry, but she. Uh, nah, you know Sama she plays Hayek? in um she plays in Grown Ups uh, is that with Adam Sandler. Is it Selma Hayek? Maybe Selma Hayek. She's Penelope Cruz. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek is yeah. the ageless wonder. She's incredible. What about you know Rose? Uh, what's the UFC girl? Rose Nama. Uh, oh, uh, uh, um, Thug she, Rose. She Thug Rose. You ever, yeah. you know who Rose that Lamahana is? She does the shaved head. Yes. Would you ever consider That's it? That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah, I, do it. I love shoot. my hair too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, All right. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any questions for me? Uh, no. Yeah, no. Any questions? Yeah. I didn't prepare any. I know. That's no, he. It's all part of the segment. He asks everyone that, and you know, no one really wants to ask Justin questions because he's not that interesting. Let's be honest. All right. The well, Eagles that, are in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, that's it. Oh, right. do you know? Oh, I did say that. Do you know what? I went to my first ever, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a- football? A- AFL. Uh, yeah, football game when I was in um LA. So now I I went to uh, LA Rams, I think it was. Yeah, okay. Rams so now versus, they're like. Who they played? Mm, no, don't know. <laughs> I okay. think maybe like, do they have like another team in LA? Oh, yeah, they the have Chargers. the Chargers and they have, uh, they have the Chargers. They have San Francisco. Yeah. Maybe it was like the Chargers, I think, maybe. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was the vibe. So they're my team now. I've decided I went to the game. So okay. yeah. they won. So You're like a year. Right. Uh, if you would have signed up, what was it last year? That yeah. They won the Super Bowl or two yeah, years ago? Yeah, yeah. Last year. Last year. Last year they beat uh, uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. For the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I'm a fucking genius, Justin. Well, that you? wasn't that when um was that when was it J Lo or Beyonce? Yes. Was doing J Lo and Shakira. J Lo, that's right. Who do you like better, J Lo or Shakira? Well, that's a great question. J Lo, J all day. J Lo all day. I just feel like um, my old time favorite would be Beyonce. She's like an absolute. Queen. I mean, she's another queen. You know, mm-hmm. shout out game recognized game queen yeah. recognized queen queen on queen. Oh, you know what I did want to say? Speaking of Nicole Kidman, I've always I have this theory. Uh, my little brother's gay queer than a three dollar bill right and he when he was younger right we would all talk about like hot chicks and his hot chick be like yeah i love nicole kidman and we were like do you though and you know so my theory is that if a young kid questioning his sexuality says he's hot the hots for nicole kidman He's a gay. And that's how it goes. <laughs> is she a famous Australian? Nicole Kidman? Yeah, yeah. Nicole, Are you fucking yeah. high right now? <laughs> is she? Like, I didn't know that. She's like the queen of Australia. She's married yeah. to Keith yeah. Urban. Nicole and Keith Urban. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dude, I know, I know down under, all right? I put the shrimps on the bobbies. Bobby. I will say yes. this. I what about will, a dingo? I, Have you ever yeah. seen a dingo? It the dingo got my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the dingo ate your baby. Dude, I'll tell you, I, as far as no, accent, no, I, That's a serious question. Have you ever seen a, a dingo? What is it? Isn't it like a wild uh, dog? It is. Yeah, pretty much. It's is like an a... orange wild dog. Ugh, yeah. Mm. I've seen all these animals. Australia sounds wild. Yeah, would you say? And, but you know what? It's actually amazing, though. Like it has so many beautiful things. Like just like even the coast, like the water. It has um, one of the eight wonders so... of the world as well, right? Because it well it doesn't have it's two of them. There's the Great Barrier Reef, and then that big red stone place. Yeah. So the um uh all the, like Ayers Rock. Yeah, yeah, which is like a sacred, yeah, big rock now. Yeah, Man. it's amazing. I've traveled from like Melbourne, and I went like up the middle of um. Believe it or not, I've been camping. I know. Whoa! Hold your seat. Hold your seat. <laughs> I know. And I, it was ten days without like makeup, like television, doing my hair, anything. But it was you wear like, makeup. It was insane. <laughs> Can you believe that? I know. I, right? I mean, naturally beautiful is what everyone says. So, <laughs> but it was amazing. Like it was so good. Like to sleep under the stars on a stretcher. Like yeah. and just experience, I guess the the culture as well, yeah. like our Aboriginal lands um, oh. that we're obviously on, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I guess the culture as well. So yeah, it's no. actually so amazing. Yeah, uh, no, Australia is an incredible, incredible place. You know, like the rich history you guys have. I know, you know, everyone talks about the penal colony and all that bullshit, 
But I mean, just where you're at now, it's Australia is one of the greatest places to live in the world. And I'll have to say this as far as accents go, Australia is way up there for like the hottest accents going. Justin, do you agree? Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you think? You know, it's so interesting. It's like, because I just feel like we don't have an accent. But when I <laughs> came to America, the amount of people were like, dang, baby girl. And I was like, baby girl? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? I was, I was like, you know, like, oh, this daddy over here likes that accent. And I was like, this daddy? Like, what's going on? Like, can someone feel me in right now? I'm like, <laughs> Most people like, end up, they hear you talking for five minutes and then they start mimicking you because they can't help it. I'm having a good I time too. Go- I-, I remember going through customs and it was like, he'd see my passport. He's like, oh, you're Australian. G'day, mate. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, now's not the time. Please, uh, not now. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. I bet, yeah. I mean, there's so many stereotypes stereotypes that you probably get all the time. Like shrimp on the Barbie, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fun, though. That is fun. I mean, I would. that is one place I would love to go to is Australia. It does seem like there's so, it's so big. People don't realize Australia is huge. Well, the middle and, is yeah. like not. Yeah, like you can barely live in the middle, right? Yeah, like it's say, like there's, there's no yeah. cities in the middle, right? All the cities, the major cities, are like around like outside. The yeah, that's right. Yeah. And what goes on? Yeah, in the middle? so it's, <laughs> no, it's, a, it's, a, it's our desert, pretty much. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So all the kangaroos, the crocodiles, you know, they're all vibing all together. Yeah, they're hanging it's out. Oh, it's total yeah. Australian vibe. Total. Total. I got a vibe. So, okay, so let's keep it moving then. So, uh, so where we left off, you it's you worked as a traineeship kind of that that, that we'd call them like interns over here. So you worked okay. in a traineeship uh, for the AFL for two years. You saved up enough money to go to university, aka uni. And then when you went there, you got a degree or a diploma and uh, became a certified midwife, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So-, so I became, yeah, obviously yeah, an, a nurse and a, obviously a midwife. Um, so yeah, and that took me, do do you think that like your past had something to do with you choosing midwife? Cause you're like, you know what? I've kind of raised kids and was responsible like that. And, you know, kind of like helping people and things like that. Cause I will say this being like a nurse and a midwife, like that's a calling, you know, like those Mm -hmm. people are special that do that. And you like had that, I guess you would recognize that you had that ability from your upbringing, Right? Did you think maybe that's what drew you to that 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 degree in that line of work? Yeah, I think it was more like yeah, I have that like soft nature to myself, so I mm-hmm. always want to make sure that everyone else um around me is obviously looked after and happy and content. So oh. I think I I guess you know it's nothing more satisfying than seeing a smile on someone's face, knowing that you have helped them, even in such like a small um gesture or yeah. like you know something really big so i yeah i don't know it's i think it's just that 
the kind of person that I am. I always like make sure everyone's good, you know, yeah. <laughs> want to help out as much people as possible. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. No, that is great. So then how long uh, did, like, did you work at a hospital or how did it go when you were doing that? Yeah. So I had to do like, um, like hours uh, okay. first to obviously build up. And then I worked in a hospital um, for quite some time. So probably about, what was I? So a so it took like five years to do uni. So I think it was like three years wow. um, that, yeah, I was there, I was working in a hospital and then, um, and then oh. I decided to kind of transition and I worked in an IVF clinic. What, what is well. a, what's an IVF? So yeah. a fertility clinic. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was um, obviously, you know, either single women, single men or like couples, yeah. um, obviously finding it really difficult to, um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Conceive. become fertile yeah, yeah. so yeah. um yeah so I was doing that um for a few years as well so and I guess um two for myself I ended up donating my eggs oh that's so, great yeah so I've donated my eggs twice to two different families and um they both have a girl each oh my amazing. god that's great I know. <laughs> so oh, I biologically god. have two kids out there <laughs> <laughs> um that's <laughs> so incredible the first one, she like looks exactly like um, myself. The second one, my, you know, my eggs must have been as strong, so I didn't <laughs> didn't get the pull through. But um, yeah, it's a pretty amazing feeling to know wow. that obviously I've helped um, do yeah you, two families for their dreams you, come true. Oh, that I mean, I'll tell you this: I've known some people that have had trouble conceiving, and it's like what it does to the couple themselves, right? Especially to like, it, it it makes the man question himself as a man, the woman question herself as a woman and just themselves. Like, do we deserve to have this, which mo everyone, you know, a lot of people do deserve it. And a lot of people want it. And if, when they can't have it like that, it is heartbreaking. So mm -hmm. for you to be giving enough to be willing to sacrifice, you know, what part of yourself essentially to do this that's really that's that's a great thing you know that's awesome that you did that and have you ever seen like are you in touch with the people still or not as much yeah so i wanted to be a known donor for the simple fact was like if you never know what can happen in life these days yeah, yeah. so i wanted like if anything was to happen and they needed me then i want them to come to me because i will I will help them as much as I can. And if yeah. I ever needed them, like, you know, I will, yeah. I can take them in, you know? So Dude, I, I'm I mean, close that's... with the families. Yeah. I'll it's tell amazing. you this, this just became probably the best like rom-com kind of script idea ever <laughs> where it's like you have a model slash boxer, right? At a young age, donated some, some eggs, Right became a known donor years go by she's now a starlet living the life and then one day this kid shows up on her doorstep saying hi mom you know and then <laughs> doing the, that's i mean that script writes itself huh guys where are we at here you know let's get this thing done already but, so okay yeah, it's pretty so, insane that's insane but uh, good on you for that's incredible that you did that you know like that's a very special thing. Also, too, it's amazing how you're able to accomplish this all by the age of like, what are you, 25? You know what I mean? Incredible. So uh, <laughs> let's keep So, OK, so also tomorrow, 26. I know tomorrow right? her time. But yeah. So um, but OK, so you're working at this clinic. When did you get the idea of modeling? Right. Like you had to know, like you throw on a pair of scrubs. You're looking all right. You know what I mean? Like. 
that had to cross your mind. You know what I'm saying? But when did you get the idea of like, hey, I could I could do this, you know? Yeah. So, you know what? It was really just for myself. So I had approached, um, I'd come across a, a female photographer here in Melbourne. Okay. And um, I was like, oh, I actually liked her work. And I, I reached out to her and I said, look, I just want some photos like for myself, you know, give it a go. And, and yeah. um, so anyways, I thought, okay, she, she booked me in and, and off I went. And I was so nervous. Like, and obviously I was, I was actually young. Like I was in my early, like, oh, actually, yeah, like early 20s. Okay. Um, so last year. And yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I was like, okay, and we we shot, and she was like, I felt really comfortable, and she was like, giving me like good girl vibes. Yeah. And um, yeah, she kind of was like, Belle, like these photos are insane, and I was like, girl, like don't try and blow yeah, smoke yeah, up yeah, my yeah. ass yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's it's okay, they're pretty basic, you know. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 honestly, um. So she kind of like, it was a few days went by and she just messaged me and she was like, hey, I want to submit these into a magazine. Do you think like it's possible? And I was like, oh, look, I don't think I've really got a chance. But, you know, if that's what, you know, if you feel that yeah. that's what you want to do, then we can do that, you know. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I guess sure enough, then it was just like I I was in um like one of our zoo magazines. I've I've had calendars for many years now come out. Um, I've been in low rider scene magazines, so motorbike magazines. Like, yeah, yeah. So I kind of just like adventured from there and I was, um, yeah. And then I was like doing shoots, like kind of like I eventuated from like, it was more, you know, you kind of not too raunchy, but it was like the kind of the girl next night, girl next door kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you know, Hey, sex sells and you, Hey, my mom always said, you got it, flaunt it. You know what I'm saying? So. (laughs) So real quick, uh, can I ask, so like you said before, you have implants and for those that haven't, you know, for all 12 of you that haven't checked out her Instagram page yet, which link in the description of this episode, highly suggest checking it out, but you have some really sweet ink as well. Like you have a, a lot of really cool yeah. tattoos. When you took this, these initial pictures, did you have the implants? Did you have the tattoos? already or did that something you just acquired as you kept going yeah so excuse me i had my implants and then i only had i think it was like one or two tattoos i had no like lip filler anything like that (laughs) didn't have hair extensions in um so i was pretty plain jane to be honest with you you know And then I guess as the years went on, and it was so interesting because when I was younger, I was like, I I disliked tattoos. I was against them. And I was like, I'm never getting tattoo, you know. Then I got one on my, a lousy one on my foot. And then it was (laughs) like, after that, it was like so addictive. They're so addictive. It's insane. Yeah. But I'm, I'm no more tattoos now for me. I'm like, I think I have enough because it's like, I did want to do a leg sleeve. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but you know, you get older. So I'm like, at least these ones, like I can hide them. So it's like, Hey, it's a surprise sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, they oh, are, wow, yeah. she's got tattoos. The ones up the side yeah. are cool. Oh, they're I like gangster. That. I love them. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the thing. I like, yeah, yeah. I like fun. tattoos in spots where like, if you're, if you're yeah. in a, a, sh- a shirt and a tie, nobody could ever tell. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then underneath, yeah, it's fun. I, I, I mean, also telling you, like, too, like, the one's a bit older, and then the other side looks like brand new. I was like, well, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I just so- got, re- well, not recently, but a, a while ago, the one on my leg, leg done, and it's actually me on there. 
Is that oh, what it was? I was looking wow. at a picture of it. I couldn't tell what it was. And it looked like, like, is it cards or what's on the one side? Yeah, so it's like, um, so it's got like, obviously got myself and then it's just got like um, palm trees and like big cities. So it's kind of like my life. Like oh, I, I've traveled, it's you know, the, all the cities and yeah, just like me, like, you know, yeah. like innocent me. <laughs> that's great though. Innocent, but, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, but that's badass. I mean, honestly too, that's in though now, right? Like having tattoos and modeling and like, that's what everybody wants. Oh, you yeah. know? It's so Before, interesting yeah. because you do see that a lot now and it's more like, I guess, too, you kind of, insta- it's unfortunate with Instagram is like you, it's like a stigma to it. It's like people will judge you based on what they actually see. Yeah. But it's like, if you get to know someone, it's like people are always like, wow, you're so down to earth, easygoing. Because I always get, oh, wow, you're very intimidating, you know, um, like, and especially like your I photos. I was like. I was like, just sit down with me. It's all good. Like, you know, no, like that... I'm very open. I'm very open-minded. Don't judge. You know, we've yeah. all got a story. We've all come from somewhere. So, yeah. you know, I, I never do that. And I just think, yeah, people just kind of probably think, oh, she's a badass and she's intimidating, you know, but yeah. far Matt, from it. Yeah. Matt <laughs> I mean, was all nervous before the show started and he was telling me how, like, scared he was. And then you came on you were just lovely and very bubbly. <laughs> oh, you loosened right up. You know, you are, I'll tell you, that is one thing. Do not read a book by its cover. And, you know, there is some stuff, we won't get into it, but there are some things like that are online about you that really like this, it, they don't do you justice. You are a sweetheart. Yeah. You're a total sweetheart. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, but look, we all make mistakes in life. But For again, sure. it doesn't define us who I mean, we are. Justin so. is a mistake. Ask his mom. <laughs> <laughs> My numerous Dang. fathers look great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, so- I look forward to the next fight, the next weigh-in. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm trying to pick out my lingerie for the weigh-in. Do you know how hard that is? It's a good. Uh, you got. I mean, you got a good uh, thing yeah. going. It's a good gimmick. Because look, it's at no point are you going to look any better when you show up. That's like the one time where you're not. Where like no females afraid to hop on the scale or anything. Oh yeah, yeah. I prepared for yeah. many, many. But I'm trying weeks to. I months. guess because it's Nashville, I'm trying to go for like maybe even the cowgirl queen. I was look. just gonna say if you did like lingerie, Stirps. cowboy boots yeah. with like yeah, a hat. Mm, with a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that yeah. you'd be crushing it. You know. So just like, but there's a designer that has reached out, and they're in Miami. So I'm like, hmm. Maybe Ooh. I can like collab and do something, you know, a little bit yeah. different because I like to be a bit different. I think that's yeah. with myself in the aspect of like I, I have certain things in mind when I want to go to like an event. So I got flown um when I was in America from LA to Austin, Texas, I think it was, okay. um, to go to um some fights. And I just come out, it was insane. <laughs> I just come out in like this like one piece of material but it was uh, looked like a queen vibe you know and then they got yeah. me in the ring they were like can you be ring girl like that oh, and card, i was like uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> meanwhile That's... i'm wearing like my stilettos my red soles you know like trying to like yeah. hold back crowd was going nuts like it was something I'd never seen and it was just amazing like I just thought even women like they were like yes girl I was like you know for me that's so important um because I think as much as like what you see on Instagram it's like you for us women you know you should love your body it doesn't matter what size you are what culture you are what skin color you are you know women 
should love their body. And I think it's so important. So I always try and like, you know, I have women messaging me being like, wow, you've inspired me to do boxing or like, you know, it's just those simple things that I say to people like on my um, socials, like I'll shout out and be like, you know, have the day you deserve or, you know, I I hope everyone has an amazing day because you never know what people are going through. So a simple act of kindness goes a long way. So, you know, for when I was obviously there and just women are just like going crazy. And I was like, I'm loving this. This is amazing. Like, you know, women should be more open and, you know, accepting of their bodies. It doesn't matter. Yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. Plus, too, it shouldn't be like in in a way previously, I think like people are more open about body issues and things like that. But in a way, I for like maybe years ago, you would have been ostracized by females in the community, like the female community, just because uh, out of jealousy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think now they see like, fuck, yeah, do your thing. You're kicking ass like and you've Mm -hmm. earned it. You didn't wake up like, you know, day one like this. Like this is earned. Like when you're putting in the work and and doing the training and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the results show. So you you very much have earned it. And I think that that's more what people are saluting as well as like, yeah, you look good. But also, you know, good for you on on earning what you got. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you should be. Yeah, definitely. That's a great thing. So okay, it's hard work, you know, like I don't I guess, you know, a lot of women now, I, I, I guess, yeah, I've got fake implants, but like a lot of women now, like, you know, fake, um, like fake everything. No, like it's insane, sure. like but butt implants and just it's just crazy. I just think, you know, I do work hard for it. Like I'm yeah. in the gym twice a day. Like it's fucking it's hard work. But, you know, you. it's mentally, you know, like you have to do it. It is what it is. You know, do you do road work too. Do I do road work? Oh, oh as that's like, a that's an American term, I guess. But yeah, uh, what, what, what you're running, right? Like your cardio. Oh, cardio. Yeah. So I do um running as well, like jump rope. I hate yeah. running, but it, it is what it. it is. But have also, I've started swimming lately because oh. apparently it opens up your lungs. Yeah. 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 So swimming Swimming's is really great. good. Great. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. Nice, man. You must you like much at- better. Yeah, at the yeah, you have flotation devices. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You you motorboat and son of a bitch. (laughs) But okay, so let's keep moving. I did want to ask about this. This is something that we researched, and I was like, this looks fascinating. Uh, and it's called SAS Australia. Um, you were on this show, correct? Yeah, okay. I was. Yeah. So, wh- um, what's the deal? What is this show? Jeez, <laughs> it was insane. It this seems show like was insane. Nuts. Like it seems it like kind crazy. of like an army, like a military survivor show kind of thing, right? I don't know. Yeah. So you're kind of like you're kind of out in the middle of like nowhere, and you have um these guys just telling you, you know, what you have to do, and um yeah, there's like I guess you know, the first thing that we had to do was free fall out of a helicopter into like minus five degree water. Yeah. And for me, heights, I shit my pants with heights. I was like, this is crazy. But you had to do it backwards. So like I had to like hold like this and then just, and then I just like fell into the water. I know. And then I had to, I think it was like. uh, But they have you like leap out. No, you, did you, you rappel down the rope, right? No. So you stood on the side of the helicopter. Okay. 
And then it's just like you lent back and then you obviously, but you had to make sure you do it the right way because you could become paralyzed you if you hit the water wrong. Go feet first. Like how do you? Uh... <laughs> no, she was and like. My head, she... my head hit the water. Like so I was back oh. and then I just hit like the water. Yeah. Like and when you hop so back, you're kind of want to land at like an angle, but you kind of yeah, went a little more flat didn't... and you're, oh, yeah. shit. How high yeah, off and, the water were you? Oh, uh, I don't know how high I was, but it was like fairly high. Oof. It was, uh, yeah, bad. I was like shitting my pants. And Duh. then like it's freezing cold water. It's like minus degree water. So I had to like swim and then I had to like try and change into like, so you only get given two pairs of clothes, a fresh set, like two fresh set, but like one ends up dirty and then you have to try and keep the other one clean. Yeah. It was way too hard. I was like, this is next level. Plus I had a Birkin on. So that weighed like 40 kilos on my back and I'm wearing like steel cap boots. I was like, man, I ain't fucking designed for this. This ain't for me. <laughs> I was like, no way. And then like, so we, we all done that and then we got all changed and then they made us like do some running and then all of a sudden we're in the mud like doing these kind yeah, of like you had to and crawl. I was like this yeah. is oh my god and he's saying to me he's like you're fucking useless I was like I know you're like no shit buddy like, come on I know. you I and like, I agree you're like my shoes are heavy leave me alone <laughs> I, I was like this is crazy this is not for me and then oh my um, god and then what, what else did we do? So this was all in one day. So, and it was insane. You do, you got very little food. So that, I think there was like 12 of us and between okay. us 12, there was like a tiny little bit of meal that you could eat. That was yeah, it. Like just a little bit and of then, <laughs> Not even that. I think it was like old porridge. It was oh great. Oh gosh. Bad. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. And then we, what did we do? Oh, and then we did like a boxing thing so um that was quite interesting and um, it was right. just like for two minutes you kind of just had to go hard and you had numbers so everyone had been given a number yeah and then he would pick you know who went against who yeah. um and then yes yeah, so you did that started and- boxing before this or no yes yeah, okay so, so you I were like nice. you were licking your chops like let's fucking yeah, go I was yeah like fuck yeah i'm gonna fuck yeah. her up and yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> And then the, the one of the guys who was putting on my helmet, he was just like, you will do good in this. So I already knew that he knew a bit of background of like my boxing and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah, and it was just like two minutes and you would just go ham. Like Oof. there was no stopping. You were just like, but, you know, for some women, it was very confronting um, yeah. because, oh. you know, they've never done that before or never yeah. been in that position. Pe- people yeah. can talk mm. a lot. Like Ty- Tyson's saying, is 100% true. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? That is 100%, 100%. true. You could be Johnny fucking mm-hmm. Tough Nuts, but when you get in there and you get fucking smacked, it's it's a, like, are you going to clam up? Or are you going to kick back? And I've seen it a million times where it's like you got super athletes in there, get in there, they get popped, and then they clam up and don't know what to do. And you got some fucking Johnny Pizza Joe Schmo in there, and he's just like takes a couple slugs but comes right back. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it really, it, it really is like the mental test is what it is. And you've obviously overcome that. So when you were in there, did you, and you fuck, you piece the bitch up or what? <laughs> yeah. Like I just was like, I was just going ham. I was like, this felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> like I was loving life. 
Yeah. And then it was really hard. So anyone, so we obviously had in our group, there was one like ego guy. It was, his ego was just too much. So yeah. he was trying to like override the, the staff. And it was like, anytime he did that, we all suffered. So like we had to tread water for like four minutes, like, and it was freezing cold, like minus five degrees. I was just like, what, I'm not down for this. This what, is nuts. What, like, what kind of stuff, like. What do you mean? Like, he'd be like, I'm not doing this. I'm blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or he'll like, yeah. So he, you know, because I guess maybe his story or his background, you know, he's had to defend for himself. So he doesn't like what people tell him what to do. So it was just like, ah, just don't, you know, don't be a smart ass. Yeah. Like, (laughs) fuck off, dude. Yeah. 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 Get with it, asshole. We're all dying. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. And then, yeah, we kind of went back to um like the place we were staying at, which was very minimal. Like they had, oh geez, we had no showers, mm. and we had like drop drop. Do you know what a drop box is? No. Like a toilet that's like uh, just like a box, like we, one of those. We had um yeah, we've had uh we've had a bunch of military guys on the show, and uh they they talked about the drop box. It's kind of like it's like a square, like a it's like a three quarter square mm-hmm. with a hole in it. And you put that yeah. and you kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then like we. Well, I mean, that wouldn't like matter after. for you because hot girls don't shit. So you're good. No, you know that, what I mean? Well, that's right. I mean, I barely <laughs> went to the toilet there. And if I did, it was when we were in the water. Yeah. Everybody was doing it. I was it. like, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's too funny 100 percent. so and then it was bad i was like we couldn't even shower so i was just like no you there was no showers at all and you know what when you had to go to the bathroom you had to take someone with you it was so weird like so they had to stand out animals and like if something snuck up on you while you're going to the bathroom i don't know i don't know what's in that australia where where was it It was but i think maybe it's like yeah because it was like military maybe that the rule that they have. I mean, I, they I also have that rule in prison too. So, <laughs> well, still, you, know, you always need help. You know, buddy yeah. system. Bad. We, yeah. we well, we buddy, had... That's what it was—a buddy system. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And then, well, lucky I wasn't there when it happened because I was like long gone. But yeah. they had to change the um toilet, so Ooh. yeah, that was nasty. Like the, I was yeah. like not down for that. <laughs> And what, I didn't. Uh, I didn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. It was just so cold for me. Huh? And then, like, they woke us up at like one in the morning with like guns. Like, oh, like, screw and that. then you had to be. You had to be dressed right, and even a water bottle. You had to have everything on out in the courtyard, right? And it took us all like seven minutes. So we had to do a seven-minute beasting. It was nuts. A seven-minute beasting. beasting? So a beasting is like a, a certain position um for seven minutes. So what? So we were in a planking position for seven oh, minutes. Oh okay. shit! <laughs> for every, Anyways, for every. obviously I started like moaning. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's like, fucking shut up, number four. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even call your name. He's like, number four, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. All right, that's fucking he's, hilarious. He didn't give a shit. I was yeah. like, this motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, great. I can't. But I think I, I think I lasted like three days. So that's actually that's pretty, pretty good. good. I wouldn't have lasted yeah. one day. I would have been like, fuck this. I got to shit on a box. Forget it. 
yeah. no showers. Like oh. it was just, it was just horrible. I was like, yeah. and I don't deal well with the cold, but you know, for me, it was an experience. I was like, yeah, yeah. why not? Like, that was my, you know, my questions for, so for Australia, like what's the, what's the coldest, I guess you, you guys get snow, you know? Um, well, we get snow, but like more in like the Alps. Yeah. I guess like so. It doesn't really like yeah. snow, in like the mountains. Average, like you're where you live. Like, what's the coldest it gets? Um, you getting... Sometimes, like you know, like one degree. Okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. Across. So you get down to yeah, yeah. It gets pretty cold. Yeah, it gets cold. Like our winters get like pretty that's cold. That's the thing. Like all that outdoor military style stuff like sure jogging and sleeping in the woods sucks but i'm not dealing with the cold i don't know it's just too much and it's i just feel like it gets it like to the point it gets to your bones and it's like fuck it's hard to keep Uh, like how do you keep warm from that the worst and that was filmed in jindabyne which is new south wales and that was their like ski country Oh, is that, so so that was, was like, kind of near no. where you grew up or no? Oh, um, uh, a little bit away from where obviously I grew up, but yeah, yeah it was just like this, this where they knew it was going like, to be cold. Snowing. They knew the cold would be part of the challenge. Well, see, it was like it was interesting because this was during COVID, so I had to isolate for two weeks prior to going oh, on to that show. Wow, yeah, so I, I actually. So I had a bike in my room, um, and that was about it for exercise wise. Yeah, wow. so I had to isolate. Like you got to come in in good shape, mm-hmm. or it's going to yeah. benefit you. Yeah, yeah, big time. All the people who just took the two weeks sitting and eating room service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. when I finished, like I had, um, I did my meniscus. I had um, all bruising all up my arms. My finger was dislocated. Like oh, it no. was nuts. Yeah, Whoa. it was crazy. <laughs> I didn't break anything, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but you know, it was a pretty cool experience. I'm that like, that know, sounds like obviously it. it's like getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So because what do they say? You have to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. So I've been learning obviously that, and especially with boxing, is something that was out of way out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And then until I fought, I because I was like, I don't know whether I'm going to like this or not because I I don't think anyone likes to be punched in the face. You had sparred and stuff though, right? Yeah. So I um obviously like training, um doing a lot of, but I was doing more training for fitness. So for me, it was just more mentally um yeah. and physically good uh for you. Yeah. So I just started obviously doing that, and then my coach was like, you really should like get into the ring. And I was like, oh, really? Like, you're not setting me up to fail. You know what I mean? Like, some people just want to just see you get in there yeah. and think that you're going to do okay. And then you're really going to do batshit yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. and they, not do well they at all. They treat you like a meat bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So I was like, all right, well, I'll give it a go. And I, yeah, did some sparring, like quite a lot of sparring. And I was like, oh, yeah, I actually don't mind this. It's like, it's pretty fun, you know. Yeah, you got your and balance then, yeah, down, your movement. Yeah. 100%. And I guess, you know, I've learned more, especially coming over to America. I think it's a whole different ball game compared to here. Um, It's a lot of like discipline. And not that there's no discipline here, but I think the coaches are a lot different. Um, And it's just like the lifestyle is like, very different yeah. which for me is good in the aspect of like it's out of sight out of mind yeah. so if i'm over there i'm not going for dinners i'm not doing what i want to do right. whereas here i have that like you know i have my girlfriend oh let's go for dinner i'm like oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. worries you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you're in camp really when you're here you know what i mean and you're you're focused you're locked in which is what you need to be how early are you coming before uh your April eighth fight in Nashville. How how much long? Like how much earlier? Are you um, coming? I think maybe like six weeks. 
Oh wow! So you're gonna come. You're gonna be here pretty soon then. Full camp there. Yeah, you're gonna get a full camp here. Nice. And your trainer's coming with you. No, so I'm gonna be trained by Buddy McGirt. Holy Um, fucking shit, Buddy McGirt! Yeah, I know. How cool! (laughs) Justin, do you know Buddy McGirt? Buddy McGirt. Buddy McGirt was a was a great fighter, and he also trained Arturo fucking Gotti. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's um. I trained. I did some training with him last time when I was in America. So um. Yeah. He reached out to me and he said, "Bell, I'd love to um. Yeah. Obviously train you. He's got a few boys. I think in March. And then after like that mid March, he said he'd obviously yeah come over and uh, finish with me. Oh, so he'll go like to Nashville to train you because he's in New York. He's a New York guy. Man, he's yeah. He is. I think he's in the UK at the moment. Mm. Dude, listen to this. He trained Arturo Gotti, James Tony, Antonio Tarver, and Paulie Malinaji. He's had so many fucking world champions. He is, dude, he's one of the best trainers of all time. He's incredible. He tells this great story about, uh, about like, cause God, he, he was with Gotti for the Gotti Ward trilogy. And he tells these great stories about, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I could, I don't know. I, when, I don't know. For me, like, I boxed my, my dad boxed. So I've boxed my whole life. And really, like, uh, the history of boxing is fascinating to me. It's cause it's very, it's very, 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 very cool and interesting when you look into the history of it. But wow, Buddy McGurk. I mean, he's got so many characters. Oh, yeah. Even though going... he would break his hands in like the first or second round of most of those fights Dude. and then just plow but through. Mickey Ward popped an eardrum in this in the third Insane. fight. And then in the second fight, he went blind, right? Insane. It was like the sixth round. He got punched and his he lost his vision, right? And he's comes back out and he's like feeling it. And then Gotti punched him again, and the and the lights came it's back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How fucking nuts is That's that? That's insane, I mean, dude. Those, I mean, like, I don't know. We could talk about that shit all fucking night. But either way, did you like like Danny Boy Green and stuff? Is that like who you did your? Yeah, you Danny Green, your, Jeff Benny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some great um, Australian fighters, even Anthony back in the Mundine. day. There was, uh, yeah, Anthony Mundine, Sam, somebody as a Australian, Sam fighter. Solomon. Sam Solomon, he had the kangaroo right. punch, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I think now he's retired. He just had a, another fight recently, and I think, uh, um, yeah. I'm thinking got, of someone yeah, else then. Sorry, it. I'm way I'm oh, way wrong. okay. I'm, to- way wrong. <laughs> I'm totally way wrong. I'm talking about, <laughs> I was talking about a guy from, like, the early, uh, early, uh, oh yeah, his name was Peter Jackson. Sorry, so is oh, okay. Australian heavyweight boxer from Peter Jackson, named Peter Jackson, who fought. So, gentleman Jim Corbett was like, uh, he was like uh, the the original Cinderella man before Cinderella man, right? And okay. he fought Peter Jackson, fought gentleman Jim Corbett to a he. It was a it was a draw, and the fight ended after sixty one rounds. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so and th- he was like, I mean, nuts, nuts that this, you know, uh, it happened. It happened in 1891, so the <laughs> rules were a little different. Uh, a little then. different. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's crazy to think like 
because they uh, back then, uh, God, they used to do the rules were different back then. Where imagine this, Bella, imagine this. This was a rule, and I've told Justin about this. So if you heard of like Jack Dempsey and and uh, you know John or uh, Jack Jack Johnson and all these guys, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so back in the day. The rule was so I think it was one minute rounds, right? Or even before that, the round would end if a guy got knocked down but got back up and then they'd stop the round, right? But the rule was you were allowed to start punching the guy as soon as his hands left the canvas, right? So if you knock the guy down and he's down on all fours, and if he gets to like his feet, as soon as his hands leave, he's still bent over. So you can legit fucking bam, like wow. right on top. Like that was a rule. And then guys started dying and they're like, eh, let's change the rules a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> imagine that. But the the, bo- the box, the boxing we know now is a little more civilized. So a little, let's, yeah. let's talk about this before, you know, I know we're coming towards the top of time, but I want to talk about this a little more. So April 8th, Nashville. We have the, you know, the queen herself on display again. So what got you into boxing, right? And then when did you start training? And, you know, what do you think of the boxing game itself? Go ahead. Yeah, so I I think for me, I'd been uh, doing boxing for about four years. And it was just purely for fitness, uh, mentally, physically, I guess, because no matter what happens um, in life and what you've got going on, the minute, I guess, the, the pads were hitting my gloves. It was just like nothing in the world mattered. You know, as weird as this sounds, it it was like my safe place. I was like, wow, like this is, you know, where you can let anything out. Total stress reliever. What you've got going on. Exactly. Yeah. And it's more disciplined in that aspect. Like it it makes you disciplined. Um, So for me, I was like, yep, I I thoroughly enjoy it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give it a go. I'll see how I go if if I – I'm either going to like it or I'm not. So – there was right. only one way to do it, and it was just to get into the ring. So I was like, I guess, you know, I was like, yep, all right, sign me up. <laughs> let's, yeah. I'm a crazy motherfucker. Let's do this, you know? But so- also, like, it takes some self-belief, right? And you know, too, like, hey, you're in sh- – like, you've been doing the work. I, I don't know. I've trained a million people, right? And eventually it gets to a point where, like, hey, you're ready. You need to either shit or get off the pot. Because it's time to step in and throw some fucking leather or it's time to just be, hey, if you're just going to chill and you just want to do it for fitness, that's fine. But you're going to get to a point where you're going to want to test your metal. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you get to the point where you want to test your metal. You get in there. What's your first sparring session like? Yeah. So first sparring, like I was shitting my pants. Won't lie. Like I was like, (laughs) I don't know. So heights (laughs) and sparring matches. (laughs) yeah i was just like wow like what do i do like what happens if like she knocks me out like you know all these kind of things go through your head and i was like yeah crazy you know so i was like oh well it is what it is and i just have to get in there and and do it and look i i did okay for my first like sparring session and but it was more controlled as well so which was great um so yeah and then it was just no so it was I was just like, yeah, this is this is fine, and it was more learning too. Like I'm learning things, and like, and also too having to learn to listen to my coach because obviously there's going to be so much background noise that yeah. I'm like, shit, am I going to be able to hear him? So I need to listen to what is going on, but also try and make my own decisions 
um, yeah. based upon what I've learned as well, which was yeah. the very basics. Yeah. But that was, you know, that's what happens in a first fight. Like you learn, yeah. you, you don't need to learn to, you know, be doing all these combinations. You know, they're not really going to help you first fight, 16-ounce gloves, head gear. Yeah, yeah knocking no one out. Well, plus two, <laughs> like, I'll say this. Very common, everyone's number one fear is getting knocked out, right? Like everyone thinks they're going to get knocked out, mm-hmm. which it's like, bro, trust me. You, it's like you got your fucking, you got pillows on your hands and you got head exactly. on. Like you're going to be okay. You ain't and, going anyway. Right, right. And yeah. then, you know, the other, the other thing too, and this is, this is tough to get across to people is that we have a saying where it's like, if, it, if you have to think about it, it's too late, right? Like mm-hmm. you can plan Right. You can plan like I'm going to do this if this happens and this and this. But if you're in there and something happens, you're like, oh, shit, do I do this? You have to be able to react. It has to be reaction. Mm -hmm. Your body has to react naturally. So when you went in there for the first time, did you kind of feel that where it's like I'm reacting to this? Like I'm trusting my instincts and I'm trusting like my body to do what it's supposed to. Like, Mm -hmm. were you did you get that at all? Yeah. So when I was in there, um, it was it was so interesting because I just went in for the kill straight away. Guns, I was just blazing. like, I, yeah, yeah. I just went straight in and just kept got her in a corner and just kept going and going and going because I was just like, I don't know what she was going to do. I didn't know whether she was going to come out swinging. You don't know, so you just have to kind of, you know, I guess try and decide what you got your go going to do first so if yeah. i was just like i'm just going to get on the front foot but i think i did um quite well and was like a good judge of certain things i guess you know for me it's like a learning curve too with like certain like my hands up you know one yeah. thing for me i i train in eight ounce gloves okay. and i was obviously sparring in 16 ounce but it's like because i train in eight ounce gloves i forgot what it was going to feel like fighting in 16s and they're oh, so heavy yeah. Yeah. So I was just different. like between my tits and my, my, <laughs> my <laughs> trying to hold everything up. <laughs> it was like, yeah. you know, that's a hard gig. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> I was so scared too. Like, just thinking, what happens if I got a slip nip or, you know, anything like that? You just don't know. I was yeah. like, oh, well, but it was like me. I guess I forgot. So I wore gladiators, but I forgot the booty shorts underneath. So I only had it. I only wore a G string to the venue. So I was just like, oh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It's going to so be fun. So shit was going everywhere, but yeah. they all loved it. So oh. I was like, all right, it's a vibe. It's you're, you're the, you're the fucking toast of the gym. Don't get it twisted. If, if I've been at, I mean, the I don't know how many times I've complained at the gym, like, we got to do stuff to get more women in here, you know, like, but when a chick walks in, I, I mean, you know, there'd be a six that walked in and automatically she's a nine just because we've been staring at fucking dudes all day. But a true fucking dime walks in like you and they're just like, oh, you're the fucking toast of the town. Everybody's loving you. Yeah. You know, so I'm but sure, it, you know, too, it's also a good feeling. Like when I went into yeah. a few American, like the wildcard gym, I trained um, Freddie oh, Roach's no gym. Absolutely amazing there. Like um, I've made a good rapport with like um, Sam. He's one of the trainers there. Yeah. And I met Freddie. That was insane. Um, So it was amazing. And they're, and they're so friendly there. So you actually genuinely feel like yeah. you're one of the boys anyway. Yeah. And there was like another gym I went to as well. I think it was called Blue Moon um, Boxing. And that's where Buddy was. And they, they're all like family, you know. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know if they're pretty tight. Your baby no. girl, but yeah. you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm down for this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Next time you're in LA, you gotta look up Badlands. It's uh there's a Philly fighter, his name is Gabriel Rosado, and he has a okay. gym out there called Badlands. He's the fucking man. Yeah, he's like we're big oh, fans. Okay, of him. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, I might have to visit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I bet he'd love to have you. So okay. So let's give let's talk about this then. So you're training, like you're sparring, you're feeling it. How wh- how did this fight come up? And then how you know how was preparing for it? And then how was it? So go ahead. How did it come up? Yeah. So it was more. Um. So there's a a gym here called Team Alice. Okay. Um. And they they originated from I think it was their father Lester Alice, who was okay. an Australian boxer. Okay. And so they're very family orientated. I think there's three or four boys. Um. And so they obviously own this gym and they do a lot of pretender con- to contender um, fights. So it's more like um, influencers or celebrities, oh, uh, cool. whatever you want to call them. Yeah. So they right. do a lot of those, um, a couple each year. And yeah, yeah they, uh, I guess, approached me and um, said, hey, we've got a, a fight night coming up. Um, would you be interested? And um, I was like, yeah, perfect. Um, so I, I guess I, yeah, signed up to that and they matched me with a, I think it was another influencer. Um, so, and then I just thought, you know what, I had the opportunity to obviously, um, I, I know, uh, Jeff Fennick. So he set me up, um, with a few people over in America. Um, so yeah, I did my camp over there in wildcard, uh, gym and yeah, just did my whole camp there, worked my ass off and just learned a lot as well, which was amazing. And I guess too, it was just that ritual of getting up every morning you know going for my 14 kilometer run I don't know what it is in miles but um a 14 kilometer run and then you know go to the gym for two hours you know have lunch go back to the gym for another two hours do some recovery dinner and bed so that was on repeat for like six weeks but I thoroughly enjoyed it it was good Um, mentally good like I was in a really good place like it's insane but the sacrifice that you have to do too like for me me, it's I, I like I was still like talk to my family and friends, but it's like for me, I'm like I'm focusing on you know yeah. one thing, and it's yeah. like if you because with boxing, if you if you you can be physically fit, you can you know be anything, but if you're mentally not right, then there's no point in doing it Agreed. whatsoever. Hundred percent agree. So yeah, so I, I I guess yeah, I did my camp over there, and um, my flight was delayed coming back, so I actually missed the press conference um, oh. here. Yeah, but hey, who misses a press conference and still gets like media outlets? You know, like they're all loving me. (laughs) You were, you were the press, especially at that weigh-in. Oh, baby, they were like the weigh-in was something else. And you know what? My opponent, she talked like shit for eight weeks, and I didn't say anything. And she's like, you know, she's putting on social media. Oh, my opponent's gone to America, and like, and then she was like, oh, she's not here at the press conference. Is she really at the airport? You know, things like that, and then. When I went in there with my Balenciaga, you know, all uh, dripped yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I was just like, I took that shit off and she was like dying. And then yeah. I come face to face with her and I was like, you know, make sure you bring your mouth guard, you know, and I was just like giving her ham. And then, yeah, I was like, once that was done, that was the nerve wracking thing too, I guess, because yeah. I was, my flight was delayed and I came back a week before. So weight wise, I still had two kilos to lose because I, Man, I went to Disneyland and ate too many fucking corn dogs. <laughs> that shit is not cool. That shit is not cool. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. hot dogs on the stick will get you every time. Every fucking time. Yeah, and how's about your street tacos? Oh man, yeah. Oh. I mean, you are on the West Coast, so yeah. 
Oh my God. I was like, this is next level. So anyway, so I had two kilos to lose. So that Friday morning before weigh-in was at like two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like sweating my ass off, like dying in a sauna suit, in the sauna. I had someone with me just in case, like I passed out. I obviously had to hit a certain weight. Yeah. And I was like, man, these corn dogs have got me good. Like, this is like, you know, <laughs> I was like, the corn dogs will like, always get you. Oh, yeah, bad. But yeah, made weight, which was amazing. Um, and then yeah, the next night it was obviously fight night. So I was I was really nervous. Um, I guess, you know, you're not human if you're not. Yeah, um of so you know, so many things kind of go through your head and then you know, I'd um I'd sold how many? I think it was ten three grand tables. So I had over a hundred people there. Um, wow, which was insane. Like it was amazing. You oh, know, you, the amount you, of the support whole crowd that I had. was yours. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, it was like I mean I wasn't the main card, but I feel like I was the main card. Like Fuck yeah, yeah. It was if you it was if you crazy. got the most people showing up for you, you are the main event, and that's the fucking yeah. bottom line. I don't want to hear it. I've been doing that was for like first fight. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like for first fight. So it's like, and it's really good that I've been over, obviously, over in America and now going to fight over there because I have built that somewhat of a small fan base. And, you know, just continually to grow, which is that's what I want. So, um, yeah. And then obviously, yeah, I, I have come out on a throne. That was insane. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, backed it out and, and, um, had a win that night. So I oh. knocked her mouth guard out. Yep. Like it was crazy. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Made me feel good about myself. <laughs> that, I'll tell you, that's a, that's a feeling that's tough to duplicate getting the hand raised. It's a tough, after a win, that's a tough feeling to duplicate. Mm -hmm. If you could bottle that up, you'd be a billionaire. I'll tell you. But it was more like, you know, I came with the entertainment. I came with the way. And so now it was like an intuition that like, I have to come through with with a win now. I'm like, I can't lose right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got (laughs) to back it up. has to end this way. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. But I love it. I I do enjoy it. And it's it is a challenge, but I'm always up for a challenge. I mean, I've been through worse shit in life. Um, So, you know, through a few punches in the face, what's that going to be? You know? Yeah. 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 (laughs) As long as I don't break my nose, then it's always always sweet. (laughs) All right. So, man, Bella, I'll tell you, we were looking forward to this, but you're fucking awesome. And Uh, One of the things, and I think Justin will agree with me, is that when, like, like you said, looking at you, but judging the book by its cover, you don't realize, like, you're just a nice, sweet, genuine person that's a hustler, and you're getting after it. And I'll tell you, I'm so happy for you, and I'm so excited for you on April 8th in Nashville for your big fight. Hopefully we can come down and watch it in person. That would be great. But, I mean, Bella, I know me and Justin are usually on the same page with this. But we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Yeah, definitely. It's been amazing. And I appreciate you guys so much, um, obviously, for having me uh, and following me as well. So, it's, yeah, your support is yeah, very grateful. Hey, Thank no, you. you're, you, you make it. I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, you're, you're a top female fighter on the show. We'll be promoting you going forward. Oh, and we thanks. look forward to your next yeah. promotion. But, but I'll tell you, you know, we like – Instagram or influence, we'll say influencers in general get a stigma, 
right? Like, there's a stigma that goes along with it, like, ditzy and, you know, this and that and whatever. But you really are, like, a credit to that type of profession because you're very sharp. You're very well-spoken. You're obviously a hard worker and take care of yourself. So you should be very proud of what you've been able to accomplish and the things you're going to continue to accomplish. And honestly, we're just Mm – we're excited to be along for the ride because this is going to be a blast. So yeah. Yeah. So thank you again for being on. But before we get out of here, uh, is there anything you'd want to say to the Bella faithful, the Bella maniacs, the Arabella nation before we take off? <laughs> no, I just I want everyone to kind of jump on board. Um, I'm here for it. Follow me on Instagram, Little Belzy. Um, there's always so many hot tips that I'm giving out. Um, and just follow my journey because, you know, without you guys, I, I wouldn't be here. So I really appreciate every one of you. So get on board. You're the best. So Justin, anything you want to say to J-Dub Nation and the Australian fan base? Let's go. Let's stay undefeated. We're going 2-0. Rooting for your birds. going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So Busso is going to go 2-0. Hey, you guys guys have um, Tony Harrison fighting out here. Tim Zoo in March. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. I should have so known keep that. The, uh, keep keep the record sheet clean. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of keeping the record sheet clean, this has been another episode of the Work and Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and our guest today was the incredible, the amazing, the vivacious, the talented, the vicious. Arabella Del Busso. And in case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk, the Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com and please like, subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.